0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on The Word Podcast. We continue going through the Gospel of John. We're in John chapter 5. And we're reaching a point here to where conflict is breaking out. It was subtle at first. Uh, The Jewish leadership was trying to undermine Jesus. They were trying to do all sorts of things. Now they're just seeking to kill him. Okay. And we see why. We've uh, spent a couple episodes looking at what happened in the first part of chapter five. Jesus heals a man. It's a man that had been infirmed, lamed for some thirty-eight years, and the Lord spoke healing over him. And he told him, you know, arise, take up your pallet, and walk. And he did. Well, the Jewish leadership saw him doing that, and it was on the Sabbath when this occurred. So they're persecuting this man. They wanted to know who it was that told him to do that. Well, he didn't know who it was. Later, Jesus finds him. The man realizes, oh, it's this guy named Jesus. So he goes back and tells the leadership, hey, it's that dude over named Jesus. And I don't think he was doing that out of any malicious intent. He was just you know, answering a question they'd ask. And so the Jews then began to persecute Jesus even more because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. Now it's really important to understand that Jesus did not break the Sabbath. Okay, he did not break the Sabbath. He did break the traditions of men. You know, there were 10 commandments that were the synopsis of the law. You find them in Exodus 20. And one of them was to honor the Sabbath, to keep it holy. Well, man comes along and in interpreting all these laws winds up with 613, I think, codes and regulations for how to interpret these 10 commandments. And that's what Jesus was breaking. He was breaking these codes and regulations that were man's, not of God. And Jesus dealt very forthrightly with them. He did a lot of things on the Sabbath like this. Well, when confronted with it, Jesus said in verse 17 of John 5, my father is working until now, and I am working. Well, you say, well, that's a nice little verse. That's a nice innocuous little verse. Well, no, not really. Because what he was saying is, my father, and they knew that he was equating himself with God, and he'd already said that God was his father. My father's working until now, and I'm working. In other words, God the Father told me to do this. It's the Sabbath. I did it, okay? Contrary to what you think is the proper way of handling the Sabbath. Verse 18 interprets it for us. It says, this was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath. Now, again, he was breaking their rules about the Sabbath. He wasn't breaking what God had said about the Sabbath, okay? Because he did not break the law. But he was breaking their rules related to the Sabbath. But he was even calling God his Father, making himself equal with God. And that is exactly what he was doing. And so that just sent them over the edge. From verses 19 to the end of this chapter, I think it's verse 47, something like that. It's a number of verses. It's quite a lengthy thing. This is Jesus speaking. And because of this situation, because they were after him and they wanted to kill him because of the Sabbath, because he equated himself with the father, Jesus therefore answered and was saying to them. And so he was speaking these things to him and he launches on some of the most profound. Uh, I mean, this is a very, very concise uh, um, explanation of who he is and what he's doing and why he's doing it. And it is from The mouth of the Lord himself. So, folks, we would do very, very well to take this chapter, John chapter 5, and just read it very slowly. You know, yeah, listen to these times together, we gather together, that's great. But I tell you what, grab your phone sometime when you got a little break and get that uh, Bible app right there and pull up John chapter 5 and just read it. So, I'm beginning with verse 19 here. And this is Jesus speaking. And he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing. Of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. So Jesus is telling them how this is functioning, how this is working, how this is going down, how these miracles were occurring, why it was that he was healing on the Sabbath. Not to be disruptive, not to do anything like that, but simply because the Father told him to do it. That's the reason he was doing it. He says I only do what I see the father doing. And it shows you that father and son were in constant communion. It is very much folks a vivid picture of how we as believers are to be living our life. Okay? And you say, "Well, wait, I'm not Jesus. I'm not the son of God." Well, this is true. None of us are the son of God, though we are sons of God. But we're not in that way. I understand that. But I tell you what, the Lord knows that. And that's the reason Jesus said, hey, I must, I must get out of here. I got to go to heaven because I'm going to send another one. The Father is going to grant one unto me, one of the same kind, of a like kind. He's going to grant unto me, and I will send him to you, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit dwells within every true believer. Now, he doesn't dwell within the false believers. He doesn't dwell within the religionists. And that's the reason sometimes you'll see folks that are, you know, wonderful people, (coughs) excuse me, they're religious, they're very active in their churches and they're nice and they're good And, and they look wonderful and they behave most of the time. But then you will see something happen. As the world says, the world even says, something came over them. Yeah, what was that something? Well, that something was the flesh. That something was who they really are that they were not manifesting the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not saying those that are empowered by the Holy Spirit and dwelt by the Holy Spirit do not get angry. We, we do. Scripture tells us, be angry and yet do not sin. But I'm not saying also there's not times when we don't lose control and we grant the power of the flesh and quench the Spirit. We do that. That's sin. <clears throat> That's when we repent and we confess. And then we press on, Right. What we see here is that Jesus says, I only do what the Father does. We should do the same thing. We are empowered to live in like manner, to only say the things that the Father wants us to say, to only do the things that Father wants us to do. Let's look at verse 20. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing, and greater works than these he will show him so that you may marvel in greater works than what? Well, in just the gospel of John here, now we've already seen the water changed in the wine kind of thing. We see uh, the royal official whose son had been healed, though the public may not have known about that. We see right here uh, the man who'd been lame and infirmed for 38 years, and he's healed now. This is a very public thing, okay? Because this dude is now in the temple area and is walking around, which is really amazing because someone who was lame and who had a, uh, whose body had a problem was not allowed to come into temple worship. He would have been outside somewhere. Okay? Now, we, we saw him in the pool, right, uh, the, the porticoes. But he now is able to come in cleansed, and boy, that really set these folks off. What Jesus is saying here in verse 20 is that the Father loves the Son, and the Father shows him all that he is doing. Okay? The Father shows, and I think that the Lord does the same for us if we would only open our spirit and open our eyes to see and our ears to hear. He declares then that greater works than these, greater works than these healings are going to be done. There's going to be even more profound things, and that could be uh, understood at a lot of different levels, okay? Uh, the multitude of it. Jesus eventually tells all his disciples that greater works than what i do you will do well what's greater than raising somebody from the dead (laughs) well you have that great work but then you have the just the numerical number of works that would be done by the extended body of christ throughout all the ages so far so anyway what jesus is saying here how he starts this off is that the son of man can do nothing of his own accord he said i'm not doing this by my own initiation i'm doing what the father is doing and whatever the father does that's what i'm doing the father loves the son, and he shows himself to me, and whatever he does, I'm going to do. But guess what, guys? There's even greater works to come. We are part of those greater works. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Hey, uh, pass the news about these times together, okay? Encourage folks to join us, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.